0: On the Cusp, our, our podcast, I've got my co-host Matt Snyder here with me, but today we're really lucky because we've got Rich Lamb, and and Rich, you know, you, you and I go a long way when we started we EAP. One of our first customers that walked in with a one-page business plan, okay? We turned that around, and you helped us get them launched.
1: Yeah, it was exciting, I appreciate the work EAP's doing and helping some of our uh, uh, nascent companies get going and and turn into job creators and revenue generators right here in Shreveport. One thing that you gotta know about Rich
2: is Rich likes winners. You know, I'll never forget one of my first times hanging out with Rich we were at the Independence Bowl, and my like seven-year-old son was trying to learn. You <laughs> know, was watching the game. Rich said, Renner, it doesn't matter. We're cheering for whoever's leading." <laughs> yeah. and they just <laughs> bounced forth. Yeah. Rich likes winners, so that's why it's important to have Rich but, on the on the. Pipeline. But Rich, you're
0: you're unique in our our community because you're heavily involved in a lot of things. You're doing legal work for a lot of startups that we have in the portfolio. You were instrumental in the sawmill in plain dealing, mm-hmm. and It is not uncommon for you to shoot a a group of people like myself on a regular basis, hey, here's a resume of somebody that is from Shreveport trying to get back to Shreveport. And then we all jump in and we try to find a fit for that
1: person. That email's turned into something special. It's probably uh, my favorite thing to do. And what used to be um, just resumes is now turning into job openings. Um, job openings like CFO position, controller position. These are these are real white collar jobs that come with salaries and benefits. And it shows the progress our community's made in the past 10 years. And as more and more people my age and even younger uh, start to move back. In fact, I just learned last week my younger brother and his family are moving back that's here from great. Dallas. That's great. That's all. And, that's he, all and that's he, he's, he's going to be making more money here than in Dallas. That and is And so good. Uh, uh, we're excited about that. And there, there are plenty of opportunities and I'm just one person and like, like you said I am an attorney but there's ways to get engaged and you don't have to be a fabulously wealthy person or a fabulously influential person like you might have to be in a much larger city.
0: Right, which is something we, we tell a lot of people and we just had Ryan Culp from um, our Shreveport Next and he's out there recruiting businesses all the time. You see a lot of businesses that are looking at Shreveport.
1: What do you see? What, 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 what do we have to offer? So there are a lot of things. One, people want to be somewhere that's centrally located. As the supply chain, chains face more challenges, our interstate system, and, and that'll only get better with the intercity connector, our rail system, which people really don't understand what a big deal that is, especially with the trucking issues. And I encourage everyone to look at a map of our rail infrastructure, and where it could go in North America. Our, inter, our, uh, our inland port, Yes. You know, the ability to put something on a barge What is they have done
0: at the port is awesome. does not
1: get <laughs> enough positive People do price. not understand it.
0: Do not understand.
1: And they're influential outside the port. Uh, you know, I raised $120 million to the sawmill and plane dealing, and the port was instrumental in that, even though it was not physically located That's right. at the port.
0: Their yeah. ability to do things like that, people don't realize. And we're doing something in Bossier City that we'll be announcing real soon that without the port, we wouldn't have been able to do.
1: And then, you know, there are a number of other things. The ability to, I work downtown and I'm downtown almost seven days a week. I work, go to church downtown and socialize downtown. I can get there in 10 minutes from my home, uh, which is in a residential neighborhood. It's not near downtown and that's a big deal. I'm able to drop my kids off and make it downtown in 10, 15 minutes.
2: All right, so those are the good things. So when you're working on these deals with different businesses and you're helping them structure their business that they're opening or moving here, mm-hmm. what are the things that make it difficult in Shreveport? What are the deals where you're, you get stuck
1: on and you get hung on and you're like, if we could do this, it'd be better? Well, you know, there are a couple of things. One, uh, uh, workforce development is a challenge anywhere right now. And so identifying those potential employees, something that's been made a lot easier by Bipsy or the Digital Media Institute, which frankly I didn't know a lot about till recently. I have a client that has moved here from LA and he was ecstatic to find out about what John Morales yeah, is awesome. doing there. Mm-hmm. And I consider myself relatively informed, but there are certain things even over here in this medical corridor I, don't, I didn't fully know right. about, which is exciting. Most of the challenges I see are due to state policy. And that's high insurance prices, that's high state income taxes relative to our neighbors. Um, it's a litigation environment. Personally, I rarely see issues at the local level. Uh, I have not faced those now hurdles or those problems. Absolutely. And I, I work on deals in Austin, Texas. Right now it takes over a year to get a real so estate. So the people the that clothes. sit
2: around and beat up Shreveport, that Shreveport's hard to open business, Shreveport blocks its own way. Rich Lamb, who's in the back room making these deals,
1: says they're wrong. Well, I, 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 I say they're wrong with respect to the deals I'm working on. Okay. And so, you know, if you work, if you deal with any city, I'm talking about cities, not towns. It's going to be a challenge. Uh, uh, cities that are growing have issues. Austin, Texas, like I said, it takes forever to get anything done. And, you know, here, I, I really, you know, the ability to pick up a phone and talk to someone is helpful. And you know the people that are in government, you know the people you're dealing with. And, you know, unfortunately, the people that complain the most never seem to move. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You and I know that a lot. And is I can't say Is a politician going to save us? No, there is no election. There is no elected official that's going to change this situation drastically. The government can hurt things. I don't know they can necessarily help it. So it's going to be led by the private sector. So if you're waiting around for the perfect candidate, the perfect election results, you're never going to get anything done. And and I think that applies anywhere in the world. Me
0: too. Yeah, I'm I'm 100% with you. The government is not going to solve our problems.
1: It can cause them, but it's not going to solve. There are a lot of
2: people that have tons of talent, tons of ability, tons of resources in our community that make the choice to sit around and talk about how bad things are here instead of getting out and rich i want to be the first one to say i, I know, see what you do and appreciate what you do yeah. get out on the ground to actually make things happen and i hope i'm a guy like that too so.
1: yeah it's you know uh, i've lived in new orleans baton rouge in washington dc uh you know one of my favorite stories is someone that complained shreveport didn't have jazz fest like new orleans and one, they ultimately moved there. And I go, hey, how was Jazz Fest this year? Well, I didn't go. Why? Wow, it's just too crowded and too expensive. And that kind of stuff drives me insane. <laughs> you know, I have an above average salary and I can't afford to do everything there is to do in Shreveport. My wife and I and our family, if we want to do something every day and every night, we could absolutely do it every day that's and right. every night. That's
2: yeah. right, and I think that's getting
1: better and better.
2: And the more jobs and the more opportunity here, it's only going to help them.
1: It will. Absolutely. And so, it, 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 you know, our festival sizes are perfect. You can get in, have a good time. And if you want to leave, you can leave without a three-hour, you know, waiting line. Well, I
2: want to build that three-hour line one day, too. Yeah, that's right. Yes. But, you know, you, but, well, on the consumer side, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. I want yeah. to have a big music festival here. There's no doubt about that. I think that's the one area that other cities our size we, it would be, you'd be hard-pressed to find a city that says it doesn't have a real music festival. Um, you know, And I'm talking like million-dollar music budget, $40 ticket music festival. Um, I think we need that.
1: Well, oh, I think it'd be fantastic, but the important thing is you know, everything we do here is always accessible. Right. This is a very right. accessible place. Like I said, you know, the things I've been able to do, I'm 36 when I was even 28 and just a little bit older, I would never have had those opportunities anywhere else. And at the end of the day, I'm not working 100 hours a week like my peers in Dallas or Chicago or New York. You know, I can afford our lifestyle. There's the 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 pace of life. You know, I'm I can be as engaged as I want to be.
2: The quality of life in Treeport for a professional with kids, especially. Oh yeah, I would put it up against anywhere in America. Well,
0: I'm I'm a perfect example. I gave up the corner office in Washington D.C to have my girls go to school in North Louisiana, okay? And I'm pretty lucky, because both of them went to college on I-20, okay? Yeah. So those kind of things to me, those are valuable. These Absolutely.
2: guys that live out in South Shreveport and talk about how terrible Shreveport is, I drive out there, it doesn't seem very terrible out there.
1: No, and, and again, they can drive two miles and build a house outside of it if they care to. Right, uh, yep. And frankly, that's the attitude I have towards that. I have no problem with people uh, criticizing policy but when you do nothing but criticize and propose no solutions, that's then that's something I don't respect.
2: We can, yeah. we can have that 10 minutes at the lunch table about what's wrong, but then I wanna have fifty minutes after that on what are we all gonna to do to try to fix that's it. That's right, Absolutely. that's right.
0: And that's, I, think, I think that's one of the key things we really need to, to do here is expand our network of the people that wanna do positive things, that wanna move forward. If, if you don't wanna be part of that, okay, fine and great,
2: move on. We've talked okay. about it before. Shreveport has to stop beating each other up and has to realize that all these wins, no matter who's getting them, help us all.
1: And, and yeah. a big important thing is, you know, having knowledge of those wins. Uh, I think a lot of people expect every new exciting business to be a GM plant with a physical right. facility or a brick and right. mortar on Uri Drive. Yeah. A biotech company has no reason to have billboards or build a brick and mortar on Urie Drive. They're going to be in this medical corridor. Yeah, Eric yeah. Ribbito building the yeah. braces that yeah. we had on
2: is a perfect example of that. What he's doing is awesome. Omicron,
1: yep. all those. But people don't know about that. And yeah. that's what we're attracting. You know, we're, we're attracting those kind of jobs that bring incredibly smart people to our community. And you're not going to see, you know, a billboard or a blinking lights that say that. Uh, the types of companies we're attracting or for you know critical thinkers that are in a lab or in an office making great things happen all over the world from right here in Shreveport.
2: and hopefully i think there's some projects coming through this building here at the brf to get more of that out Uh, and and i think it's gonna be pretty successful so i'm excited about that too so anything you're hearing
1: make sure it's getting to our radar as well absolutely and then you know uh uh, people want the information uh I, i took to sending out personal emails reminding people because, you know, I'm going to pick on someone, uh, my grandfather, you told me not to get <laughs> mad at him, but I'll go ahead and tell you.
2: <laughs> you <laughs> uh, get mad at your grandfather. Yeah, so I, yeah, I, I told it. him, he goes, well,
1: I didn't hear anything about it. Well, I was like, well how would you hear about it? You know, yeah. are you out and about? Are you doing things? Are you engaged? And that goes for a number of people. They say, well, I haven't heard about this. It's, you know, sitting around, around the same four or five people is not, is not how you do that. Yeah. And my grandfather is good about getting out. But there are some people that, that, that he's friends with that don't hear about things. And, you know, we oh, don't they're always the yeah.
2: ones to run out. You should advertise this. I'm like, right. yeah. you just drove past a billboard. That's right. it was on. Well, I,
0: that's what got Matt and I started because we really struggled with this with this podcast. OK. And that's why we made that rule. Hey, it's got to be positive, because what we believe is when we look at everything that we're working right now with all the economic development partners and, and guys like you. Okay, we're on the cusp. Okay, we're right there. If we could just keep rowing together in the same direction with the same objective, we're going to land that good things are
2: happening, and there is a great group of Shreveporters that are all moving this direction. We just need to get more people in the boat going in that direction. Absolutely,
1: right. And, and, And you know, one of my favorite articles I have saved on my computer is the story of how Barksdale came to Shreveport. With John Ewing, who was the associate publisher of the Shreveport Times, and you look at what they did. It wasn't like Shreveport was New York, and just sent a letter and it showed up. These were citizens that were engaged, private sector citizens, and worked together, made the trips to D.C., did the networking, did the uh, the receptions and the hospitality aspect, which is all part of it, and were able to work out, work hard, and beat out Houston, Montgomery, a number of other places that were much bigger and much wealthier, and bring the largest announcement in Shreveport's history right here to our region and look what
0: it does today the defense industry in this region and we have to get
1: back to
2: doing that we have to stop fighting each other we have to stop bickering and we have to know that you may not think that this one project is the best project ever but it doesn't matter get on board work together and let's get more wins that will support and help all of us
1: or at least get out of the way (laughs) that's right yeah yeah. when I'm
2: with my small business owners that I do marketing for like John Pickens. John Pickens doesn't care how these executives get here and where they work. He just wants more of them here.
0: That's right. That's right. And I think that's the key. And that's what we all have to work together to do. Right. Okay? And get that word out. And I know we at the BRF are with all of our different divisions and what we're doing, we're spending a lot more time trying to get that positive story out yeah. so that people say, they read about Shreveport, it's something new. Like Radiance, one of our earlier podcasts was about Radiance. Look, Radiance could have been anywhere. They could have done it anywhere, okay? But they invested in the Independence Bowl, they took that on, and now they just opened an office here in in Shreveport, okay? In a very technical, defense-related
2: field. You would have never thought Radiance would have come to Shreveport and then save the independence Bowl in two years. You know, yeah. but look at that, you know, save might not be the right word. But we're sitting here talking about over and over the independence Bowl, how are we gonna keep the independence Bowl? Somebody gets a company like Radiance
1: here and boom, it starts fixing other issues. In, in, a, the in the an world. industry that's very relevant to our to our market right. here. absolutely. And, and you know, the negative people talk like it's the end of times and it's not. We're still at MSA, over 400,000 people with secondary institutions, medical school that's expanding, you know, interstate infrastructure, huge distribution facilities. By the way, look at the price of industrial properties right now. You know, I mean, you think about what Shreveport's been through, you had Yellow Fever, fever, the Civil War, several oil booms and busts, the Great Depression, the financial crisis, you know, multiple wars. Pretty resilient. Uh, but you uh,
0: talked about the MSA. When I look at the MSA, I think we, when people just try to draw a circle around shreveport Bozier, MSA, I think we get cheated because really and truly, there's East Texas, there's Southern Arkansas, but by the, the regu- government regulations, you cannot include them because they're not in your state. Our MSA is bigger.
1: That, I, I did not know that. That's a great... That's great a great piece point. Because yeah. think yeah. how close East Texas is. Right. The, the edge N- you know here, how I many mean, people
0: like- live in East Texas that work in Treeport Bosier? Okay? You know how many people live over there? They're coming here. Now, at a certain point they'll probably turn west and go to Tyler, okay? But we're much bigger, and I think that's something we gotta look at collectively is how do we sell
1: that? Well, one thing I want to point on is uh, uh, One of the greatest resources we have that I totally took for granted growing up is Cross Lake. We don't realize how easily we can get there. There are homes being sold to people from Dallas as vacation homes because our reliable water, you know, they know Mm -hmm. there's gonna be a lake there. They know they can enjoy the recreation and it's affordable. There are people buying homes around Cross Lake that live out of town.
2: I was gonna say like go to a $500,000 home in Shreveport and look at it compared to a $500,000 home in anywhere absolutely. Yes. like you're going to Absolutely. I mean, yeah.
1: And you're not, and again, you don't have to live the lifestyle, the, the high-stress lifestyle in a big city to, to maintain that. That's right. Yeah,
0: definitely. Gang, right. I tell you, this has been great conversation. Rich, thanks for coming. Thank you for if, doing this. If somebody's got something they want us to get to Rich, you or, or something you want us to talk about, again, email us at info at E-A-P-L-A. If you want to see the podcast video we're on youtube but we're going to put the the actual podcast up on all the podcast platforms because we want people to go watch them and talk and, and Rich, see. once Absolutely. a
2: month we're doing just an economic update so keep us in the loop keep us in tune to what you're
1: doing so me and dave can make sure we mention and talk about it and get the word there's out. tons of stuff but most of it's under nda so you're not going to see it in the news until it's until until you let us know when we can talk there's a lot of action behind the scenes there's a lot to be excited about we good
0: we'll bring those entrepreneurs and those companies that are moving here we'll put them on the cusp
2: very good awesome thank you thank you
0: thank you all right